We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, we are one-on-one in Chiefs Kingdom. We're going live. Red Friday, Super Bowl edition from Charlie Hustle, baby. Thanks for letting us use the studios today. I have a special guest in studio joining us from Los Angeles, California. Home field advantage for us with this one. He's from Tipton, Missouri. Huge advocate for Kansas City, for Children's Mercy Hospital, Big Slick. Champ kind. Here, I'm all about having fun. You know, get a couple cocktails in me. Start a fire in someone's kitchen. Then sit down and watch the Chiefs win. Whammy! When I'm not doing that, I'm hanging out at CQ, not HQ. That's cold quit, where there's no quit, but there's plenty of hang time. <clears throat> Before hang time with Colquitt, we have Mike and Jeff before a little one-on-one. Hey, Mike and Jeff. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of One-on-One with former Chiefs Jeff Allen and Mike DeVito. 17 years of NFL experience between them, including eight with Andy Reid. One-on-One is a weekly show from a couple of guys who know what it's like to step on the field for Chiefs Kingdom and can share stories you've never heard before with a perspective you can't find anywhere else on a weekly basis. One-on-One is proudly presented by Cookie Society. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, the latest episode of One-on-One with Jeff Allen and Mike DeVito. Chiefs Kingdom, what is up? We are back. Super Bowl edition one-on-one, a KC Sports Network podcast. I am fired up. We are almost there. The big game is right upon us. Big Jeff, how you feeling, man? I'm pumped up. Excuse the language. No, I don't want to be explicit on this podcast right now, but I'm so excited, man. Media night's going on right now. The buzz is building. We're how many days away? When this airs, we're going to be three days days away. Three days. Three, Three days, days until kickoff for another you know, Super Bowl. And, you know, this is a big one, man. Three I, times, I, four years. I, I wish I was out there, man. This is this is one of those times, like, you wish you were strapping up. Jeff, I, I was talking to a friend about it today, thinking, man, why did I, like, why did I retire? Right? Did I retire? Not that I ever could have made it this <laughs> man, long. Man, your body, like, man, your body, your body. Like, <laughs> damn, I should have just rode the bus till the wheels fall off. We have so many things to get into. We have a really special episode today. Let's start with some of the more big picture stuff, brother. Um, you know, one thing that I've, I've found that's been so cool to watch is the Kelsey family. Yes. So when you see, you know, brothers playing each against each other in the Super Bowl, I just think about what that must be like for their parents. And this isn't new. I mean, they've been to the Super yeah, Bowl multiple times. Yeah. You know, they, have, they both have rings. But now to be there at the same time, what do you think it feels like for their parents? I mean, you could see the videos uh, of the interviews they're doing. I, I couldn't imagine what that feels like. I, I it's, it's never happened before, so it's a new feeling. Um, yeah. I know they're really proud. I, I, I would be ecstatic for both of my children if I were ever in that position. I mean, the likelihood of you having two sons that, you know, play Division One football is like hitting the lottery. And right. then they both yeah. go to the NFL and both separately have Hall of Fame careers and then both separately – get Super Bowls and then they meet up in a Super Bowl versus each other. Like 
what is that? What the, what are the odds of that? I mean, it's like I don't yeah. know. I couldn't explain it. It's it's one of those things they they were destined for. It. I mean, they were born to do this, and um, I'm happy that we're able to see this play out. Jeff, if if my if my boys did what the Kels brothers did, as a parent, I'd walk around with my balls out. I wouldn't give a shit. I would go. I don't give a damn. I'm, like you see what they did. You can't tell me anything. I mean, it's just uh, it's unbelievable. And what I, what I think is so cool again. I, I did that. I did that. Yeah, you see that. <laughs> what what I think is so cool about it too, just looking at it from a parent's perspective, you know, having kids. Jason and Travis are really different, right? They're really unique. And you know, being a parent, it's hard to motivate and teach and cultivate and grow children individually. But when you have two separate blueprints, right? You have two separate ways of doing things, two separate ways of motivating, I mean, two totally different people. Um, to, to have a sort of, again, a blueprint or a system of structure in that house that you know, these kids came up and were able, like you said, do all the things that they've done. And yet be such different. I mean, you know, their parenting styles had to be different. Yeah, I don't know. This is sort of a weird tangent, but I just look at it as a parent like, damn, I, I hope I can pull that off. You know what I mean? Like, just amazing. That's a, that's a testament to their parents. I mean, yeah. obviously, they did a, a wonderful job. Um, I, I couldn't imagine raising, I don't know Jason that, that, that well, but I couldn't imagine raising a baby Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I could not imagine that, man. The, shenan the shenanigans as an adult. Could you imagine oh, a, a child version? Of, he's still a child, but could you imagine a child, oh. a child version of Travis? That, no. That would have been crazy, man. Oh, so man. shout out to his parents for getting them together and, and, and leading them down the right path. They did a wonderful job with both of them. How many times do you think his parents said, man, I wish you were more like Jason? Like, why oh. can't you be like your older brother? Why can't you be like Jason? <laughs> Oh man, That's so funny! Man. The storyline is so cool, and so that one is really awesome. And then there's the Andy Reid storyline. Yeah. Obviously, coming from Philly, all the things he did there. Now in Kansas City, doing all those things in KC. Just an incredible human being, and you saw the way he was treated by everybody at media night when he showed up and they announced him, and everybody was cheering. And yeah, uh, he's just an incredibly special human being. And again, somebody that man, I hope. Like I look at people like that, and I think, damn, I you know. I wish I could be that great at something. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wish I could be that like, like he he'll be able to finish his life and look back and say, "Man, you know, I was one in a trillion." He, he is. Know, he, he did it. I'm just he, unbelievable. He had, he had two Hall of Fame coaching careers. Two. If he was done at Philly, he he probably would have been a Hall of Famer. Can you, if he just was the Kansas City head coach, Hall of Fame career. So right. to have two separate Hall of Fame careers as a coach is is amazing. Um, 14 years in Philly, everybody knows what he did there and how it mm -hmm. ended. Just for him to come to Kansas City and be himself, but also reinvent the wheel in a sense. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of new things. Um, you know, he has his foundation, a lot, lot of new things in Kansas City, and he changed the complete culture. I mean, I was there before he came. Um, yeah. To take this team and create this environment, this, this culture, this structure that he has, to constantly be in the running, even before Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback, we were consistently winning and then Pat comes and he just takes us to a whole another level. But now we're competing for championships every right, year. Right. Um, so it's just amazing, man. And I, you know what? I was thinking about that too. And, and somebody could say, well, Oh, you know, I don't even want to say it because it's stupid. But if you look at who's won the Super Bowl, who's made it to the top from 2000 till now, you know, maybe you had, you know, I think that with the Ravens win in 2000 where they, they had Dilfer, so they didn't really have a great quarterback. Yeah. But outside of that, every year it's either been Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, Rogers, Rogers. Mahomes. I mean, you have to have a quarterback to win. It doesn't yeah. matter how great of a coach you are. If you, in this league, if you don't have a good quarterback, you just ain't going to get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, so that's, the, it, so it's no knock on, on Andy Reid to say, oh, well, he has Pat Mahomes. Like, no, oh, no, he did it. He did it everywhere. He, he, he's proven it year in and year out. And I know right. he will never take the credit because it's a collective group effort. It always has been and always will be. Um, but look at the roster now. Even this roster heading into the Super Bowl is totally different than the roster back in 2020. Right. Like, this right. is a, a totally different group. That talks about leadership. I mean, you got the GM, right. you got Brett Vici on a wonderful job, you know, bringing in the right personnel. But these coaches being able to work with these guys. Right. And molding them and, and placing them within the structure 
and keeping them, you know, on the right track. That that is amazing, um, and that that's all coaching. Right. There right. are tons yeah. of teams with a ton of talent, year in and year out, that don't win shit. Right. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, well, look at you talked about your group in 2012. Yeah. I mean, I always talk about going in there, and it was like, you know, the Pro Bowlers all over the place. I mean, you got you, you had you, you had. I mean, everybody on defense: DJ, EB, Justin, Tomba. That's, uh, it's all about culture. I mean, yeah, how many times Dallas has been full of pro bowlers for years. They don't ever do shit. You know what it's I mean? It's about that's, leadership, man. And right. that's, that's any organization. It doesn't right. matter if it's football or not. It's about leadership. It's about culture. And Andy Reed, he went from Philly, came to Kansas city. What came with him was that culture, that work ethic, that tenacity, um, his leadership permeated throughout the entire organization. Right. And, and you see the benefits of it. Now right. having great players helps. Right. Um, but you, you can't have one without the other. Exactly. Right? You, you no, gotta have, coaching, coaching is the most important thing on a professional level in sports, in my opinion, right. because all of us are talented. All of us are great. Right. The difference is, can I get the best out of this guy? Can I make him better? Because that team has a guy that's just like him. Right. That just drafted or a guy that just signed a free agency. Right. What am I going to do as a leader to get the best out of this guy? How am I going to motivate a guy that's making $100 million or a rookie who just came in, he's spinning all over the place. Like, what can I do to teach him? Right. And, and that's what the great ones do. And Andy Reid is a great one. And you know, you try to analyze a guy like that and you say, okay, how can I, how can I learn and grow? How can I take these traits? And it's one of those things where it's weird because it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is that makes him so. I mean, obviously we talk about all the things that he does. But anybody can go in there and do that. But there's just something special about Andy Reid. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know how the first time I realized this, you know, in the league, you call coaches by their first name. Yeah. They're called Rex Rex. I mean, you just like you call coaches by the first name. But there was when I first got to Kansas City, I remember I called Andy Reid at practice one time. I called him Andy and instead of Coach Reed. And it just, as it came out, I was just like, nope, that's not the right word for him. You know, like, it doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't work with him. Like, yeah. this is, he's on another level. Like, this is a different level. And regardless of it being sort of a pro atmosphere where everybody uses the first name, like, nope, he deserves that respect. You know, not that I was trying to be disrespectful, but he's on such another level. It's like, no, you call him by his first, you call him by, Coach, Coach Reed, like you don't Coach call Reed. me Andy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's just, just so cool. I was very, I know you say the same thing. Very lucky to be a part of that team and that organization and spend time with Andy Reed. I mean, I just uh, grateful for it. Last thing before we go to break, brother, just quickly, one thing that gets frustrating with um, the Super Bowl is you have two weeks of heavy, hardcore media coverage, and. After about five or six days, there are only so many storylines. And then you start getting this crackpot shit that comes out that's just like people just trying to drum up stories because you try, you know, you got this big game, you're trying to keep attention. So one thing that I was I was just told, I didn't hear it, but I, I guess the rumor on the street is that uh Hertz is a better quarterback than Mahomes now. I guess that's the new hot take. I, I don't <laughs> know. What do you think about what do you think about media week? Like just talk to me about it in general. I mean, it just it's I, actually I, I, it's like all right. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a fun week. Yeah, um, yeah. because th this is probably the only week in football where you go into the week and a lot of the questions at the Super Bowl don't really have much to do about the game. They're talking about guys, you know, what they like to do off the field. Yeah, it's cool. Some, That's cool. some fun personal stuff, not any deep dives or anything like that. But then, like you said, as it goes on and you run out of questions and you, you start to, to dig, then you get like the troll-like takes. Right, right. And, and I yes. saw that take on Twitter. It was a... <laughs> I don't know if he's a beat writer. He has a podcast. He's a Philly guy. And he said that um, Jalen Hurts has – he checks all the boxes. He has all the intangibles. And if you're building a quarterback, you want him to be like Jalen Hurts and not Patrick Mahomes. Not to say Patrick isn't great, but Jalen's the ideal quarterback, which I totally disagree with. I don't understand these I mean, things. Patrick has done it. I mean, it, it, and I, I heard a lot of people debating it. Like, is Patrick Mahomes already a Hall of Famer? Yeah, yeah. I would say yes. If you compare his, compare, compare his career to like a guy like Troy Aikman, who has a gold jacket, right? he's had a better career already in, in five years of playing the quarterback position in the National right. Football League. Um, right. And there's only going to be more added to it. So, yes, Patrick's a Hall of Famer. He's also something that's never been seen in this league before. 
Right. So I know he's probably like Patrick isn't a quarterback; he's an alien. <laughs> so right. if, that, if, if that were your take, I would I would buy that more than the other take. Right. Because Patrick is is out of this world. He does things that hasn't been done to this position before, while remaining humble. Um, right. Oh, it's am- so cool. It's it's amazing to see um, his legacy is. He's going to continue to build on it, but his legacy as it stands right now is one for the for the ages. Um, he's he's revitalized the Kansas City community. With Chiefs football, this is a football town. Right, I mean, this right. is the golden age. We're able to see the Chiefs play in the Arrowhead Invitational every year. Right. <laughs> every, <laughs> every single year. When we I host can't the, wait to get that T-shirt. We got <laughs> to T-shirt. When we host the AFC title game, <laughs> consistently competing for Super Bowls. Um, and this is a big perform. I mean, you can't right. run, you can't hide from it. I know he he's a competitor. It's in his head somewhere. He's not going to let it, you know, drown him, drown his thoughts. But this is a big game for him. He has to. He has to win this one. I mean, this right. is one that he should win. He's the better quarterback. Um, I know on paper Philly does have a better team, but this is a true one-two matchup. Philly's right. probably number one on paper, and then I think Kansas City is two. Right. It's not a really big gap, but we got Patrick Mahomes. So we I'm got Patrick it, Mahomes. I would put all every dollar that I have in my bank account right now and put it on the Chiefs. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. I have been loving these Super Bowl 57 prop bets. I've got a lot of them. Go check out the Octopus bet. I've got some money on that one. Go put some down on that. Here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can bet just $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. And we have playoff experience, and yep. that goes along. I mean, we have guys who have, like you said, five times in a row being AFC championship. We have three out of the past four years in the Super Bowl. Guys know what they're doing here. The veterans can get the rookies, and, and that goes a long way in these games because these are big games. Um, and I do my one hot take, circling back real quickly to Pat Mahomes and where he's at as a quarterback, I think it's harder nowadays to be a top-level player in the NFL, let alone a quarterback, than it was back with Troy Aikman and those guys. Because yeah. these guys have about 15 seconds to learn a playbook and about seven padded practices before the bullets start flying and everything gets live. Whereas back in the day, OTAs was like training camp. Training camp was like 50 practices. 
uh, you know, yeah. it's like you just don't – to come into the league now and do it's, it, he's it's, done. It's tough. I mean, but he does a good job of getting the guys together in the offseason. He's, he's committed to the game. Right. So he kind of gets an advantage from that standpoint. But before we move on, I wanted to give Hertz his flowers because – I know we just talked about Pat Hertz is an unbelievable. Oh yeah, no, oh, and I hope I didn't come across. No, that. no, neither. No, I just wanted to make sure I articulated that. And both of these guys, if you wanted your son to be like someone, you want to be like Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts. Right, no doubt. I mean, no doubt. the way that they carry themselves on and off the field—that's a fantastic. Um, the leadership that they have. Um, I mean, with Jalen's whole situation at Alabama when he was benched in the national championship, stood up, cheered for his team. I know he was hurting deep down. But he put the team before himself in that situation, came back, sat behind Tua, yeah. got an opportunity to transfer, went to Oklahoma, played really well, almost won a Heisman, got drafted. There's a situation in Philly where reports are coming out, and they're true. There's some people in that organization that didn't want to draft him. Mm. When you're in a building and you know that some people in the front office or the coach doesn't want you, that can mentally screw you up. But for him to have the mental fortitude to deal with what he dealt with in college, to bounce back and then come in the league and feel that pressure, that there's people in the building that doesn't want them, and then finally get an opportunity and get better year in and year out, and then get to the Super Bowl. Shout out to Jalen, you're doing a good job. Man, Jeff, that was great. Thank you. Yeah, those that those are great points, and uh, he certainly deserves his due. And I hope it didn't come across like us. Hey, no, 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 exactly no, 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 no. Right. I just wanted to know, let let Philly know because you know they have some sensitive fans up there. <laughs> really good cheesesteak, but sensitive fans. That's let right. them know that we're not shitting on that boy Jalen. He's a good quarterback. <laughs> We like him. He's, he's really good. Yeah, that's great, Big Jeff. And listen, we're going to get into some keys to the game for this Super Bowl. But before we do that, we have a special segment. We are kicking off a new show, Hang Time with Dustin Colquitt. So we're going to kick it to him. He has a special guest. We hope you all enjoy it. All right. Thanks, Mike. Jeff, appreciate it. We have a huge, huge guest today on Hang Time with Colquitt, one of my very best buds. He also has five kids. You guys know him as David Kettner, champ, kind. He is all over this country now making people smile and look about and say, we love this place. Who doesn't love to smile? Who doesn't love to laugh? David Kettner always delivers. Buddy, it's good to see your face. Good to see you. And the Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl. Whammy! Oh man, again. And we, we, we cut the, oh, love it. And you gotta love it. Look at the Chiefs. Uh, it, it's been an exciting season. Um, we got to catch up briefly yesterday. You are busy, my friend. I, I want to hear everything that you've got going on right now. Both of us. I, you know, it, you said this before. We said this before. The first time we met, we both already had five kids. Right. And we were both like, oh, I need to go talk to that guy. Yeah, I have to. I was like, we have more bars and more places. We got all the, we got every age group all the way through. Yeah, it, I know. Co- sophomore in college. What is it? What's the oldest? Uh, the oldest is out of college. He's 12. Out of college. I was just 12, six, 12. And so then I got the sophomore in high school down to nine. We yeah. got it covered. Yeah, no. AAU basketball teams. Yeah. It's a, it's a thick malt all the way through there. Well, yeah. I mean, if you meet another dad with five kids, like, oh, okay. Yeah. You, you get me. Hey. Oh, we just look at each other with vacant eyes. How how are you? How's it going? Oh, we're just we're we're hungry and thirsty to see each other and just say, hey, how do you do this? How do I do this? Oh, that's a great idea. I'm writing that down, right? So we're 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 currently, you know this place well, Dave. We're at Jerry Hustle, KC Sports Network. Uh my my friends over at KC Sports Network. Um, we're doing a special rollout for the Super Bowl Red Friday edition. And 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 super pumped to to have you on. Uh, there's not another sportscaster in this country that I'd rather have on than you, right now. Uh, <laughs> a fake sportscaster who's not good at his job at the fictional station he works at. And and, and, and we're happy to have. Him. We're lucky to have you. Um, we you've raised millions and millions and millions of dollars for Children's Mercy Hospital down through the years. Always been involved in that hometown tipton missouri you 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 honor all of kansas city's colors good bad and different and we've had a lot of good the last five years hosting that championship game right you know it was interesting i thought to myself wow we're gonna be we're gonna be the team that people kind of go oh them again and you could tell it 
you tell back then five years ago, like, oh, this is going to be happening for a while. And, and uh, here we are. I, I, see, I see that as Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire. Remember that? Remember the album cover kind of like that? I see Patrick and Kels on that, and they're like, oh, man, not these guys. They're still alive. Yeah. And and we got more and more time for that. Um, I, I'm, I'm super excited about their chances. I, I really love, I think the biggest headliner with this game is the Kelsey Bowl, right? Uh -huh. it's, fun, it's fun watching the brothers. Uh, you know, they both do a great job on the radio. We got to listen to both of their parents for that two hour plus long podcast yesterday. And I think as fathers, the coolest thing that I got to hear Ed say the other day was he he was asked why he took a second job during the holidays because there was always like that next uh, gadget or gizmo coming out and he wanted the boys to have it. But he said, and this will, this, this will cut you to your heart is he said, they said, why did you do it? Why'd you take the extra job? And he said, because I was crazy about those two boys. Wow. I was driving back from Omaha and I lost it. Like I couldn't, I was, and I even texted Travis. He texted me back. I was like, dude, that was unreal. He said, every father, every kid felt that. I mean, it was, it was cool. Yeah. That's, that's really sweet. I, and you know what? I'm And he still is. He still is. Yeah. Uh, so I, I can't imagine how do the parents deal with the question? Who are you going to root for? What, how do they, did they talk about that at all? She did a little bit. She touched. And I think the cool part about that is she said, I'm going for the offenses. And that makes sense, right? She, she's going for both offenses. Well, that's true. That she wants she wants a huge score. It's better than my, my mom and dad. I remember she would come. My mom had the split jersey. We we always, you know, Prouder, first lady of fourth down, which we kind of laugh. She has the, the Broncos, Chiefs thing. And she goes, I just want to watch people punt. Like, that's it. <laughs> I'm going for I'm going for the punters today, and so which was funny. My, our our job, me and Britton, we always say, we say if we can keep people in their stands, because most people, oh, we didn't get the third down. I'm going to get a beer, right? I'm going to get a boulevard. I'm going to get a boulevard. Uh, but if they just stay for that fourth down, kind of watch that bomb, we did our job, right? There you go. <laughs> get them out of the jam. So I I would like to hear now. For KC Sports Network, I appreciate Mike and Jeff, all the work they're doing kind of behind the scenes. I want to hear, growing up in Tipton, Missouri, obviously a huge Chiefs fan, in and out of Kansas City, all over the country doing doing stuff. This has got to be a fun time for you to meet Chiefs fans on the road. What is your favorite, what would you say is your favorite moment as a Chiefs fan, just personally? That's tough. Well, I, I, I have to go back to the beginning, I guess, because it's what made me. So I was 10 years old, and it was uh, Christmas Day, right? The Miami game, Chiefs-Miami. And I was in my um, my grandmother's uh, living room. And my cousins from Stillwell, Kansas, right outside of Kansas City, which I think has now been absorbed, um, were watching the Chiefs game. And, you know, I'm from back in that day, there was, there was three channels. And the NFL wasn't as huge as it is today. And there was my older cousins all invested in this game. And of course you want to be part of that emotionally. You want to be bonded with the rest of your family. I remember watching that with the, at the time, the longest game in NFL history. And that's when I became a Chiefs fan. Um, and uh, so I get, I guess I go back to that because from there is when I, you know, became invested in the Chiefs. I had a poster of William Lanier on my, on my, on my wall as a kid. I, I wish I had kept that. It was tattered because, you know, uh, we, I grew up with six kids. And, I, you know, you and I growing up now with five of our own. I grew up with six kids, so we'd switch rooms every couple of years just to keep it fresh. So that poster got tattered. And, you know, put it up there with masking tape, right? And it get more and more tattered. Over the years, you don't think like, oh, no, this is part of, this is a big part of your life. Keep this poster, kid. Because this is before, like, now my kids, if they love a poster, they put it in a cheap frame. But at least still it's a frame. You know, when I was a kid, it's masking tape. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I have a similar, I have a similar uh, story. I remember we, me and my brother would go back and forth. I remember I had a Jerry Rice and Steve Young poster. And I feel like when we would switch rooms or clean or mess up, just yank that stuff down. 
but my mom would either yank it down, dad would yank it down. We had to find kind of another way to, uh, to update our roads. And I, I think one, you were at a very impressionable age. Yeah. And, um, we get a lot of people like from the outside looking in. if you're not in chief's kingdom and you haven't had those tentacles wrapped around your heart, um, and been through the parking lots and smelled that barbecue and watched Phillips river, Philip rivers from across the sidelines, but on the jumbotron say worst day ever. I mean, that, that really kind of makes, makes you appreciate that that fairy tale that story tale just that it's a religion right chiefs football has become an absolute religion for the last 50 years since the first super bowl then the second the second super bowl now we are absolutely um we're watching the best show on turf like dick vermeil's old rams team type esque stuff on steroids maybe that's a bad a baseball term uh <laughs> i mean that, that's that's what we get to see. So it's it's so much. So you can mix the metaphors. So David, we are we are talking about Chiefs Kingdom, Arrowhead Stadium, Hallow Ground. Think about the the guys of old. I love wearing some of this old Charlie Hustle gear. Um, at that young impressionable age, you have to. There's a lot more to it. Everybody's prepping barbecue, prepping food. It's a religion. It's you're getting your bill. Of, Boulevard beer, you're doing the Bud Light. Every, I mean, it's it's a thing, right? I mean, if you don't do the tailgating, like we, if, if, if Broncos fans, Raiders fans, anybody comes to Arrowhead, they're like, I wish we did things like that, right? So as your your story picks up, you're walking through, take me through the first time you walk through, smell that barbecue, and you're going to Arrowhead Stadium. It's unreal, right? Well, yeah, and the thing is, you don't, you, most fans don't visit a bunch of different stadiums. You just assume... It all must be like this. And to hear other fans comment like, oh, my gosh, this is magical. You know, this is normal. This is no way it should be. But the beautiful thing, too, is it doesn't change. It doesn't wax and wane with whatever's going on in the field. It's still all that support. It's part of, you know, you're part of the community, right? You've got those twin stadiums right there. You drive by them, folks. Those stadiums are built, I think, in 1970. I'm pretty sure I remember driving by there. As a kid, because I'm from a small town in Missouri, we had cousins up there. So we'd drive by when those stadiums were being built, which was a marvel at the time. And I think at all the Kansas City experience of driving by there, watching it being built, this is part of me. This is part of my hometown, my community. This represents who I am. You know, this is the face to the world of, of our hometown. And then the people just one by one or whatever decide to participate on that level with a level of pride in whatever they're cooking. That it's not, it's not just something you throw together. It's planned so far in advance. You know what menu it's going to be. You know, you have to get there so early because you're smoking it. You're not just grilling. It, it's, it is. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Um, and I will say, we don't take it for granted. Uh -oh. you, you go to other places, and I loved parking in the player's lot. I never got to really go through all the tailgating stuff just because, you know, you've got your headphones on, you're going in, yeah. you've got to. You don't want to screw up all of that prep that all of those people did all week for you, yeah. right? And and they, you know they're going to wear it. They love it so much, they're going to wear it every day to work. If you lose, they're going to be in a bad mood because they're part of the team. And then you win on Monday, Thursday, or Sunday, they're wearing that too. And they're they're proud that we travel well. It's been so much fun. I, one of my fondest memories over the over the – every year we'd have the big slick winter. You're, they always tagged you on it. You would come in. We'd take, we'd take pictures and stuff. That's kind of how we got the in-between times from Big Slick to, like, see each other. And, uh, you know, you were always so dependable bringing fans, that, that package winner, down on the field, giving that experience. And when you follow those people, those families that support Children's Mercy Hospital through that Big Slick or from Red Hot Night, I mean, they are – they become, like, the next pinnacle of Chiefs fans. So much fun. Um, I know one thing that I was super worried about, I wanted to kind of segue into this. We talked about our Chiefs opportunity this weekend in Arizona to bring back a third Lombardi trophy 
which we're so pumped about them. And, and, it, and it reminds me of after we won the ceremony, we come back and we have a parade. And I talked about this on the news last night. And I got lost kind of ground level, just seeing all the people, you know, people that either uh, were being taught by my wife at St. Michael's or people that I've known for, you know, 15, the 14 prior seasons saying, you know, I told you so, knew we would make it. And then you look up and every skyscraper down every street in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, it's a Red Sea. Every window with somebody in it, like one of those car stuffed animals, but moving, just so excited. And then I remember afterwards, we get emails, Honey Badger, uh, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and somehow I get attached to this thing and goes, we have a ring to design. And we're like, oh my gosh, we didn't even think about this, right? I mean, this is this is where it kind of gets good. And I remember we all got together and and Pat and Honey Badger, they're good at designing rings, I found out really quick. Yeah. They have all these ideas. <laughs> Kelsey too. He's wait, his mom asked you, wait, did you come in thinking, I got some ideas? And then right away, like, oh, I guess I all their ideas are tied to stand on mine. Absolutely. I got the rug pulled out on me. I like I, I swallowed my pride about on this. I think we all did actually. And it, uh, uh, Kels's mom the other day on the podcast calls him a, a fashionista. Like he he was like I had a girl. <laughs> He's calling. She basically said I had me a girl. I had Jason. I had Travis. Travis. And uh, <laughs> so one, I'm laughing. Well, he's helping design this ring too. And we come in with some decent ideas. And then Mark Donovan. He goes, all right, I need you guys to kind of pay attention. He pulls it up on the screen right here, like we have Charlie Hustle. And he shows us our design, and all of us literally go, continue. We have nothing on that. Like, we we, we didn't even have any. I mean, they have the way this thing is outlet, outlaid. I mean, it has the two Lombardis 50 years apart. I think the cool thing that they did, obviously, with, with Lamar Hunt being on the bottom, but then they... They, went, they even went on the inside, if you can see that, and have all the deficits and our opponents that we came back from to win those games. Wow. So we we immediately just said, we're going to let them take it from here. They're professionals at this, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it became a Rosetta Stone. That's, that, it, that's literally a history book in the ring. Yeah. Uh, I think Paul called me after... Um, Paul called me after... The Braves won. Remember, I got after the Super Bowl. I got I got sent to uh, Atlanta, played there a half season, got COVID, released, went to Cleveland. But he called me when the Braves. I was at the World Series games. He called me. Goes, dude, you're like the Blarney Stone. If somebody <laughs> just you, they need to ship you over to a city if they're wanting to uh, have a championship. Anyway, I thought it was really funny. From the Super Bowl, what do you remember most? What is your what is your story, the David Keckner story, from our 2020 win in Miami? Now, I know you're watching it with the kids. I know you. Well, I was with them. They love it. I was down. I was down. I was at the game. Yes. Yes. So, tell you real quick. I'm trying to make this short. Bang. So, the AFC Championship game, uh, Houston, right? Yes. No. Um, uh, yes. Or was it one two? KC. Huh? In the KC Houston game is where we came. 31 to. Yeah, re something like that. Yeah. So came back. I I had come to town to do some speaking event, and they gave me I was beating a box. It was just me, and then I knew uh, one of the Sherman kids, you know the 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 uh, uh, Shermans there in Kansas City. Sherman, yes, and he said, "Hey, come by our box." So I we were down, you know, before the half. So I go visit their box. Suddenly, we come back, right. And like you can't leave, so I stayed for the rest of the game, and we won. Now, cut to the Super Bowl. I saw Mr. Sherman in the cafeteria. You talk about a guy that's just as sweet and genuine as anybody you've ever met in your life. My brother and I, who I, I got a ticket for it on his birthday, the 60th birthday, I called him and said, "I'm taking the Super Bowl." We're there, you know, before the game in the stadium in one of those big food courts. Mr. Sherman comes to our table. Talk about a humble guy. That's you know so successful just says hi says hey man come by uh this one later i'm like okay i think he's just being nice but then what are we third quarter we're down right and yeah. uh i says to mark i said we're going to the Sherman's box and i swear to you we started the comeback then that was crazy so for me that's the fun part i was in their box i come in 
I'm the Blarney Stone now. I come yes. in winning. Same thing for their box. Again, we start winning. It was, that was crazy. That was a fun parallel. So I was awesome. when we won. It was crazy. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. You you have good vibes all over you, and I like that. And and Sherman, that's a great family man. He he did everything he possibly could between being a great fullback, a good a good teammate. What are the owner of the of the the oh, uh, what? the now Royals? The now yes. Royals. Gotcha. Sorry, yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so and we spent yeah, time. There's a fullback who's also a, a great guy. I was getting super excited. That makes it even better because he never he invited us into his house uh, prior to Big Slick this past yeah. year, and man, he is KC through and through. I love that he's got the KC vibe going already. So yeah, I think they're in good hands. They're they're going to be on that that upward trend as well. I believe. Yeah, I mean, awesome. great family. great family. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that was an amazing thing. Like it happened twice, and uh, you know, that was fun. That was fun. Well, we we always appreciate as a longtime player there. I always appreciated your presence on the sidelines. Um, it it always managed to feel like we're a small market. Let's face it, we're in the middle middle of the Midwest. Now Clark Hunt, um, Andy Reid, you know these guys have turned Brett Veach. They have turned this into a big, massive market, right? But when you guys would come down on the sidelines and bring other fans and unite. We felt like Los Angeles or New York. That's just it. Just had that feel. Uh-huh. That, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I bet that. First of all, the team was doing so well. And at the same time, you got these guys, gals from Kansas City who are also blossoming in their showbiz careers. So it was a nice intersect. So um, I'm sure most people know, but you know, Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, Rob Riggle, myself, Eric Stone Street were the hosts of the Big Slick. And it was very nice that all this thing intersected and we're all able to kind of come together, bring our media attention to the Chiefs as well. And you've got all these guys that are very well known. And they're there on the Chiefs sideline. It's very cool. And then, you know, I, there's a different vibe because it wasn't like, it didn't feel like um, celebrities coming to show themselves on the sideline. It was more like fans that happen to be in show business and can't believe they get to come to the sideline. I know that's how I felt. That's, and that's how you are portrayed and that's how you treat those fans coming in. You're talking, you're doing, it's not an opportunity to wave at the camera. Oh yeah. You, you are ushering, you're telling these stories and you are making chief's kingdom what it is, the surrounding States and really the country. Now, I mean, we're traveling like the Dallas Cowboys. We're traveling like the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are overloading stadiums 60 to 40, especially in, in cities like Vegas. And I just remember, even when we weren't doing good, you guys were doing all that good. You were fulfilling these dreams of people that have, have either watched you grow up in Tipton or always uh, poured love on Kansas City, whether we were 4 and 12 or we're 15 and 3 and ever uh, 14 and 3, like we were this year. I, I think that's my favorite part about what you guys do is you guys have always been involved the last 15 years haven't all been great and you guys have been there for all of it and especially you which is which is so much fun i uh i I got engaged to my now ex-wife and uh went to the uh chiefs bills game that day nice so it's been a a part of my life for a very big events all the way through but uh, it's interesting. And then, it, you know, like you were saying earlier, it's so ingrained into the Kansas City culture. Like, that's our team. That it doesn't go away. It's, it isn't fair weather. You know, it's it's just some, it's our team, good or bad, we're going to be here. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't, like that, the enthusiasm in the parking lot and in the stands doesn't waver. 
Yeah, and I, I think my favorite part, I, this, this, this has taken me to another uh, a, a great quality that you have. It is big slick happens every year, right? Rain or shine. We did have a pandemic where it, it looked a little bit different. Um, but you guys managed to whatever you had in your schedule, you made it a point to come and raise a lot of money put on a lot of smiles on a lot of folks' faces and change the dynamic that what Children's Mercy could provide from people not just coming from the metro, but from really all over the country into our mm -hmm. great community. You managed to do that. And what I want to, like, you have been so busy. the, the pan, Through the pandemic, through these last eight months even especially, you have been, tell us about what you're doing now because not only do you support Kansas City in Los Angeles, in the stadiums that were playing on Monday, Thursdays, Sundays, but you take that all the way when you're making people smile on your stand-up acts. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm for. I love, I do. I love all of it. And you know, sometimes you tour more than others. And this year, I'm touring a ton. And I'll just tell you, I was just in Kansas City at the end of the year. Where am I going next? So this, uh, I'm going to be in Atlanta in February 17, 18, the Comedy Underground Theater. I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky the, the, the 19th. Then I'm going to go to San Diego, then Batavia, Illinois, Davenport, Iowa, Dayton, Ohio, Milwaukee, and then Point. Uh, so that's just through March. So I'm, I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit a lot of different places. And you know, you had this thing earlier. Um, it's so much fun to be walking through an airport or whatever. And you see some of the Chiefs emblem, you'd immediately think, "Oh, that's a friend of mine." Regards. Exactly. Let's get a beer if they have Boulevard there right <laughs> i mean it's it but that's how it feels and it's not like a handshake it's a hug yeah and it's a it's a like hey have you made it to any games today and i i think that's so special and i think that no matter how and I, hollywood is different like this i don't know many people that if they have a flight canceled or something comes up in their schedule that they're going to drive to a show i know you do that i know paul rudd i know Jason, I got to spend a little bit of time with him over in London. He's working on this massive project. I don't know if you heard of it, Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, and he, raps. these guys are, yeah, and I'm, it, it, he's just, you guys are remarkable people. Riggle, just the Stone Street, the time that you spend face-to-face -face with people to make them feel special and heard is unheard of in your business and so i appreciate when stuff gets canceled you go i'm driving there anyway because i have smiles to make. that's sweet yeah you gotta get there it, it's interesting you, you said all those things and um it, it i don't think it occurs it, any other thought occurs to you like that like like you're just saying to and like this as parents we know what do people need to be they need to be seen and heard that's what our kids need but we all we don't lose that as adults. We need to be seen and heard. And then you mentioning that, and that's probably a common thing that you see with, you know, all the guys that come back to do the big slick and the people that we invite. Um, that uh, we see that everybody's important. It's not about me. It's about us. And if we have this opportunity for whatever reason to raise awareness in a different way, well, then of course you're going to do it. It's there's like there's I guess there's a bit of a selflessness, and I often. You're always asked the question, what about your Midwest values? And that doesn't come to the front of my mind because you're already living them. You don't have to rethink your values where the values are the way I act. And I think that's what you're talking about, what we see with like Kansas City and Big Slick and all those things that that, that common purpose, I guess, about humanity. Wow, that was preachy. <laughs> well, it's true. Well, it's true. And we've seen you guys do it. It's not something that you have to say, I try to do this when I can. I see you do it every time, whether that's with a, with all of your brood, with your five kids, whether that's a, a, a sick kid where you're like, I don't know if I really want to like go in there or whatever, or the hospital says like, you know, just be really careful with what you talk about. Look, we understand they're having a bad day, and whether I'm having a bad day or you're having a bad day, you make them have the best day. And yeah, you can't put a price tag on that. You wouldn't do it for money. You do it because you know I got to be on right now. I want to be on, right? We want to be on for that person. So it changes their trajectory. 
maybe we're the only positive thing that happened to them in their day. I tell my kids that every day. When you go to school, they might have had a bad time at home. They might not have, they might have forgot a shoe. We're lucky to have all of our shoes on, all five kids, when we were, you know, in the trenches with the young kids. But yeah. this kid that you're going to come in contact with in math class or social studies, whatever it is, you might be their only positive interaction today. Let's make it a good one. That's how you live your life, and it's fun. I love that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, as you're saying that, what I'm reflecting on is the idea like, well, what's the right thing to do? And that's what you just train your, I guess, you make that your habit. Do the, you know, what's the right thing to do? Do that right now. I you saw. You don't go, what are my options? Oh, if I, right. You don't weigh it. Well, I could get, what can I get away with? Or just what's the right thing to do? Yeah, and I think that goes back to your roots. You know, Tipton, with with growing up six, it, it's it, it's definitely something that you grow up with. You know no better. And I remember having our tacky Christmas sweater party every year. And you've been to one, at least been in my basement. And um, I remember people would come up to you. And I have a really good story about Paul Rudd in my basement. But to stay with you right now since you're blessing us on the Super Bowl edition of Red Friday for KC Sports Network. I remember you get pulled in all different directions and you're, whether you like to admit it, you're working, even if you're in my basement and we get time to catch up, whether it's a tank seven or whatever it is. And what I love is that when you get pulled away from somebody and that person goes, oh, I didn't get a picture or I didn't get to finish my favorite story about champ kind or David Koechner, any of the work that he's done, or I saw him, you know, in Cincinnati or wherever he was on the road, and you will come back to that person, not asked to come back, but you come back and you can get right back in that moment with that person. And that person come, you leave then, and that person comes to me and goes, I can't believe he came back to me, remembered where we were. That's unbelievable. I guess it goes back to, you know, you don't think about it. You just think it's the right thing to do. Like you said, uh, to be seen and heard. Yep. And, and if you're great, it, and you'll also receive it. I guess that's the point, isn't it? I love how you always lift up the room. I know that there was always more people in my basement off Chadwick Street. You were there. Stoney was there. Paul was there. So I appreciate that. You guys always made them feel uh, not only a part of just uh, the big overall picture of what we're doing in Kansas City, um, but just have a part of that. It's not, hey, look at me. It's, uh, hey, you're one of us. And so that was sweet. Uh, what else do you have in the books? I'm interested to hear what your what the rest of your February looks. Are you going to go to the game? I know you're a big, I want to watch with all the kids. Are you going to go to Phoenix? I can't. I have an appointment out of town, so I can't okay. go to the game. Okay. You know, I was lucky enough to, have, I've been to a bunch of different Super Bowls over the years, and it's fantastic. But, you know, you've got to take care of the businesses in front of you. So I have some other things I can't get to the game. Um, but... Uh, what was I going to say to you? Oh, what I've got going like that. I'm touring all of February and a lot of the year. So go to David Keck. Just thank you for the opportunity. Go to davidkechner.com or follow me on Instagram, D-A-V-I-D-K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R. And all my tour dates are on there. I continue to recur on the Goldbergs. So I'll be on uh, the Goldbergs. I'm doing a couple more this month, I think. Um, there's a couple of small independent films coming out later this year. I don't have the dates yet, so I don't... Uh, can't really know whatever one's called um ganymede which is going to be a powerful dark twisted little coming of age story that gonna hit the festival circuit in um in june-ish i think we got the big slick coming up in june we've got kansas city hosting the draft that's awesome um so yeah and then i've got another little film that's supposed to, i'm supposed to do it's it's interesting you fill your year up and then more opportunities come which is always fun so i've got a lot of the touring a lot of television and a couple of film things that are happening. So, you know, like that. I love show business, and it's just, uh, it, I love that I get to do the thing that I want to do. Just like you, you know, you got to play in the NFL. That's what you wanted. And when it happens, you're just happy to breathe, right? Absolutely. Uh, you, I mean, you can't say that any better. And I think that, like, when you elevate everybody in the room that you're working you're going to get more opportunities to do that and make people feel better about not only their circumstances in life, but like, hey, this is an opportunity to laugh and have a good time with a genuine person 
that has really made Kansas City a better place to live in, and just uh, just the experience that the game day experience at Arrowhead. Um, I wish you all the best in 2023. I know our our paths are going to cross multiple times. I've got to get to a show. You haven't made it up in the Northland or wherever he's going to be this year, ladies and gentlemen. Please go see David Kegner. Um, and what a kind person Champ Kind is. I love. <laughs> I just want to say, you, you know, you and I got on the phone yesterday, and it's been a minute, right, since you and I had seen each other or talked. But it was like not a second past. It was funny. It was almost like we spoke yesterday, and you and I just start talking. That that's what I like. I I really like that. You know, that you and I are like, oh hey, anyway, like where was I? Where was I? Where did I leave yeah. off? You know, nine months ago talking to you, and that you just pick it right up. I love it. I love. I love protected in this really unique way, and that uh, we got so much in common. And you know. Who knows who you're going to meet live? And I love the thing about, like, I'm from Tipton, Missouri. And one day I'm going to be on the Chiefs sideline and I'm going to be in Dustin Colquitt's basement. What? Oh, plays for the Chiefs? I, you know, I love, I feel, I love what happened in life. I feel the same. I feel the same. I feel the same. So I feel the same with that. It's exciting you said that because I have to ask this Does, does anybody else take pictures of themselves and Chiefs players? in front of a Tipton, Missouri sign and send them to your phone? Because I do that to you. I know, of course, you're all like, what is going on? But, like, I have David Keckner in my phone, and he's a great dude. Um, I, I remember sending that, and I would selfishly send that to my friends, and they were like, wait, how do you know him? And, and I was like, no, listen, he has five kids. I have five, like, we have more in common than probably any of them together. <laughs> and he's so much fun. And just like, we'll go on a couple guys trips a year, whether it's like, don't tell anybody snowboarding and we'll do like a summer trip. And I'll, I'll get with three or four guys that like, I, re I really like to just, we do life a little bit of life together. And when we, when me and you talk, I see them 10 times more a year but me and you are right back in what's going on. I love how we catch up with the business. We know what we have going on in personal lives. I know what you're working what what you're working with, and I see in the smiles from a mile around. So I appreciate what you're doing on the road for you, for your family, for Kansas City, for Charlie Hustle, for Chiefs Kingdom especially. And we're lucky to be back in this game. Um, the Kelsey Bowl. What do you like, Champ Kind? What is Champ Kind like going forward? Hey guys. My boys are heading out. Hey guys, I'm Google podcast. No, this is a family pot. This is a family podcast. We're we're keeping this. How's it going? Imagine Charlie. Oh my gosh, you guys are getting huge. Yeah, what's up? You guys good? Yeah. Hey, we're all about family on this podcast. This is called hang time, and this is part of it. They need to know when you have. Fun. Yeah, hang time. That's the most I've seen these guys all day. I hope. I Dave. <laughs> Hey, Love gang, Champ here, talking about the Kelsey Bowl. Well, they're not going to go head-to-head. They grew up going bottom-to-bottom. Bottom, but this this reporter's got to I see a win for the Chiefs. They're going to hit a couple home runs right through the goalpost, get it right there in the net. Whammy! Whammy, I love it. I cannot I, – I, I love that. I love what you do. Um, thank you for spending – so much time with all of our viewers. I know you're super busy. I think you got something coming up, Pacific time right here. Thanks for putting us on your calendar. We will be in touch because we got to have you back. Appreciate you spending on Super Bowl Red Friday edition of Hang Time with Colquitt and Keckner. I'll get Colquitt. Here's my impression. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. That was great, man. I am really looking forward to that segment moving forward. KCSN, you're going to really enjoy Hang Time with Dustin Colquitt. Okay, Big Jeff. All the stuff, hay is in the barn. Let's talk about the game, man. I want, what is your key to the game on offense? If Kansas City is going to get it done, what does the offense need to do? No surprise here. It's going to start up front, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the trenches, we know how that goes. Right. Philly has a hell of a front four. I mean, those guys can get after the quarterback. 
I think they're right behind the Chiefs in pass rush rate and as mm-hmm. far as creating pressures. Um, Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Dominic and Sue. Right. Um, I mean, the list, the, the list goes on. I mean, I'm missing a few people. I know I am. I, I keep forgetting. But this group is phenomenal. So our guys are going to have to put on their big boy pads, and I know they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have one of the best units in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, but it's going to be a challenge. It's, yeah. But it's going to be a challenge for Philly as well, um, trying to get by our guys. So it's a true, a true gladiator matchup, um, and, and we're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's key. And I think we've talked about it, you know, a, a thousand times on the show, but every coach that we've been around has talked about in these big games, it's on the big guys up front. Mm-hmm. Big guys up front set the tone. And so when I'm looking at the defense – that de- that defensive line has got to play well, and not we know they can get after the passer. I'm not worried about that. What I do see, looking at Philly on tape, is this run game is seems to me like what I've seen to be exponentially better than what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a number of uh, the the games that Candy City's plays on defense. Got to break that down a little bit with Craig and DJ on our other show. Um, I haven't seen these sort of these combination blocks up front. These things look real. Okay, these combination <laughs> blocks up front, man. Yeah. They are getting together, they are driving and they are they are coming off until they have you 4 yards off the ball and getting up to the next level. If you think about what Kansas City's at, right? We know Pat Mahomes has the high ankle. He's going to be better than he was against Cincy, but he's still not going to be 100%. I think when you look at a at a, a possible game plan to slow them down is going to be Philly on offense to run the football, win the yeah. time of possession. They know they have that. They know Kansas City has at times struggled against the run. Those big guys, listen, we know you can get after the passer. Stop that run early, right? If you stop that run early and make them one-dimensional, now you can eat all day. But the yeah. last thing you want is five or six yard of these you know, 11 and 12 personnel runs where they get you in soft boxes and they run these great double-team combos up front that – they have that, what is that, B block? I don't know what you guys call it on, like that. Either a B block or a deuce block, depending deuce, on the Yeah, like these moving concept. double teams. Yeah. And they look they look solid, Jeff. I mean, they they're, look they're, really they're, nice. They're big dudes, man. Yeah. The, the entire group is is huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, But similar to, to Patrick, Jalen's been dealing with an injury. Right. Um, with right. a shoulder. Shoulder, and, yeah. And they haven't been running him as, as much as they did during the regular season just to protect that shoulder. I have a feeling that he's going to be a little bit more healthy with this being the last game with everything on the line, we're going to see a little bit more of the quarterback running the football. Yeah. And what's yeah. different about Jalen than most, I guess, dual threat quarterbacks in the National Football League, you got like Lamar, Justin Fields. Those guys are quick twitch, can take it 80, mm-hmm. can make you miss. Jalen didn't really avoid contact. He's physical. Kind yeah. of similar to Josh Allen in the sense to where yeah, he's they'll gonna put their it. shoulder down, they'll come downhill, and they'll run some power concepts with the quarterback. That's um, killer. So we have to be ready for the run. That is Philly's number one weapon on offense. They do have some guys outside, but their offense is more geared toward running the ball, and they're going to come and try to establish that. And like you said, we have to be able to stop that because if we can, I'd rather Jalen you know, have to throw the ball than, than them establishing the run. Exactly. And you know, if you can establish a run, that opens up everything in the backhand. It makes things so much easier. Um, it's What's really interesting, too, from a defensive perspective, when you have these – um, built-in quarterback runs, it's difficult because defensive concepts are designed thinking that the quarterback is out of, when it comes to the run game, thinking that the quarterback is out of the equation, mm-hmm. right? So everything's sort of playing out thinking the quarterback isn't part of the run game. When he's part of the run game, it changes up how the backers fit, changes up how we fit up front. I mean, it, it, ha- it it's different. You don't, you just don't get that that much, right? When you have, you don't have a lot of teams running QB power. You know, I remember way back in 2011, we were playing Tim Tebow when he was with the Broncos. Tebow couldn't throw the ball anywhere. Yeah. But they were running. I mean, they were just running all kinds of run schemes yeah. and he was like a running back. I mean, that, that's what makes Wildcats so effective. It's right? tough. You gain an extra hat. You're you able to extra, extra, extra blocker and it's tough on the defense. Yeah. So that's a good point, Jeff, because I didn't realize they were heavy with that, but that, that isn't going to be another key. I mean, again, those the the, the technique of the offensive line in in conjunction with their size. I mean, it, it makes for a nasty uh, threat up front. They are no joke, uh, and they're athletic too. Then you factor in the fact that they have these QB run schemes. I mean, it, you just you got to stop the run. 
Make it's, them one-dimensional. Make it's going to come down to Chris Jones. Yeah, baby. He, it's going to come down to my big, big 95, dominating like he's been dominating this whole playoff run, you know, stopping the run, wrecking havoc in the past, um, and being the MVP that he has been so far. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's been the best player on the field. Uh, he's, it's been an unbelievable run. I don't think many people's talking about it, but he, he, he's on fire right now, and I, I expect him to do the same. I mean, he had on the black shades today at media day. Yeah. He, but... he, those, are the, those are blocking out all the haters. He's ready to go. <laughs> That was like the Denzel Washington. Yeah. What was it? Training, was training, it training day. day. Yeah. That's what I remind of. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. We're ready to go, Big Jeff. All right, Chiefs Kingdom. Listen, thank you so much for tuning in. Let's go get, you know what? Before we go, I just want to say I can't think of a better fan base that deserves this more than this, than this fan base. I mean, Chiefs yeah. Kingdom, you all are incredible. Uh, I, for my time out there from the interaction on Twitter and Facebook, just this. You just all deserve this, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Consider's happen year in and year out. But enjoy this Chiefs Kingdom. You are one of the. You are the best fan base in the world, and so I'm incredibly uh, happy for you all. So enjoy this game. Thank you for tuning in to one on one. I don't know, Big Jeff. We coming back next week? Do we want to recap the game, or are we just gonna yeah. we're gonna finish it here? Neil yeah, the ball. Def- we definitely got to come back and talk our All right. when we win this game. You know? Okay. <laughs> we'll come back next week. So we will, Chiefs game, we'll see you next week. We'll be on here talking shit with the Super Bowl trophy. All right. So I might pop you. a couple of brewskis. That's it. <laughs> we'll have our own celebration. <laughs> Chiefs game, thank you for tuning in. We love you, Big Jeff. Love you, brother. We will love see you all brother. next week. Go, Chiefs. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.